It's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. Yeah. Time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. It is brought to you by our good friends at Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Guys, what is the fourth biggest story today? We've got an interesting one out in western New York. We're going to do the old classic big deal, little deal, okay. no deal at all. all right. I don't know if you know the name John Roth. I'm, I didn't know it until today. John uh, Roth. Roth IRAs. That's a very good guess. John yeah. Roth is the COO of both the Buffalo Bills and the Buffalo Sabres. Terry Pagula, the owner. Kim Pagula, the owner as well. Uh-huh. Uh, he was fired today. Oh. Along with the Bills general counsel and senior vice president. Huh. Her name is Catherine D'Angelo. Why were they fired today? Well, according to The Athletic, they've had a romantic relationship. Ooh. They got, <laughs> according to this report from The Athletic, it got to brazen, brazen, B-R-A-Z-E-N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were showing off a little bit. They in weren't hiding Lo- it. In London. Oh. And it became an issue that needed to be addressed. Well, according to D'Angelo, she Because people were unaddressed. <laughs> D'Angelo reported to Roth, again, this is not coming from the New York Post, which created an unethical circumstance within the office. Levac, is this a big deal, little deal, or no deal at all that there was a firing within Western New York's executives because of what happened in London, Cheerio Fish and Chips? Uh, uh, for the players, no deal. I'd be, I'd, I'd be willing to bet that at best, what, five people on the roster know who these two even are. Um, as far as what it means for like the sports world and stuff, it's kind of a big deal. These are two of your bigger people on your on your entire staff, and uh, they just can't uh, can keep their hands off each other when they get over to London, especially when you suffer a loss too. I guess that's a little worse. I don't think it, I don't think it'll affect the day to day like play, but now you're. Your lawyer and your chief operating op- officer are gone? Because, you know, how you doing? No deal to us here if our eastern in New York. Like, if you're out in Rochester and Buffalo, it's a huge deal. Probably if you're sitting in Central. This is actually a regional story. If you're what else in- is there to do in Orchard Park than hook up with your coworkers, though, right? Am yeah. I right? Uh, where'd they do it? In London? Well, that's where, that's where it got noticed. Gosh, there's a dirty joke here that I'm not going to do. That I'm, I'm oh. I, that would be a podcast joke that just popped in my London head. London bridges are falling down. Easy, easy. Oh, sorry, is it easy. falling? Easy. I could have went elsewhere. Uh, this is little to no deal at all. 2018. Russ Brandon, by the way, for those who follow the Bills and Sabers, he also was let go because of an internal Wait. work issue. So <laughs> I, I think if you want to get somebody canceled, it happens. But th- I will forget both of their names next week. I, so little to no deal at all for me. Yeah, I will. I will point one interesting faction of this out right so so you take um you take roth and you take d'angelo and you bring them into a room in front of the owners and the owners fire them for dating right by the way the owners are married to each other so it's just a little weird hey no no fraternizing no dating no nothing on on our staff aren't you guys married did you go home together every day that's a little different, though. They bought, they bought the team together. Yeah. They were already together. Yeah. It'd be weirder if, like, Terry Pagula was the owner and Kim Pagula was, like, the head of sales. I think that'd yeah. be a little different. Oh, that happens. We see that happen a lot. It's, 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 <laughs> we'll move on to story but number three. The, the, the oh, optic gosh. is fun. The optic is fun. Fun is the word we're going to use? I'm just looking at these two, too. Like, 
good-looking people. Yeah. Powerful. Mm-hmm. They're in London. I'm seeing they're smiling in these pictures. They got all their teeth. Who are they supposed to hook up with in London? You know the dentistry is terrible over there. I don't want to give the author credit here on The Athletic because here's what I hope didn't happen. But knowing some media people, I feel like it might have. Do you think this person was in London, had no stories, like had nothing happening? Oh, and no, saw these is... two hooking up, and he's like, I'm going to bury these two right now. They didn't give me access to X and Y and Z player. If you had such this easy... story, you would you'd stand on a mountain. you stand on top of the whatever carrier dome, and you'd tell everyone. Of two executives that no one knew yesterday hooking up in oh, London, 100%. I would not have done that. I would 100%. not have done who do, it. Who do we know? Who do we know? Unless I needed five articles that day, and I worked for a different company, then maybe I would have. <laughs> no, you. this is a big, I mean, for, again, for like competitive nature of the bills and and what the bills mafia care about no big deal but like the guy who operates the entire team is doing the beast with two backs with the with the the head of your legal department you now have to replace the dude who runs two teams and the woman who heads up all of your legal whether it be cease and desist, lawsuits, defenses, all of that. You have to replace both of them right now. My hope is that it was sort of like the episode with Beard and Ted Lasso where they just had a fun time. It was a little weird, but they had a fun time. That's my innocence, vulnerable self thinking Oh, they about had a that. fun time, all right. Oh, they had a very fun time. Let's quickly Touchdown! Move, move on to story three here. Far less intriguing. West Virginia plays Houston and SMU plays East Carolina. It's Thursday night football. Ooh. It's... Football, it's anything else but story number four. Uh, West Virginia, Houston, SMU, East Carolina. Levesque, I'm going to toss these headlines for these three of these four schools. Houston, West Virginia, and SMU. Sorry, the Pirates of East Carolina. But I feel like those three schools in particular because of NIL could be a lot better the next five to ten years. Passionate fan base in West Virginia. We've also got an alumni in Pat McAfee who's got some money to spend. Houston's a top five city in the country, and they've shifted over to the Big 12. And SMU, if you missed this story from a few months ago, SMU's rumored to be going to the ACC. Some have reported it's a done deal. That SMU raised over $100 million in five days. As we joked around about earlier this summer, it would have been two days, but you had to make sure the check's cleared. Yeah. Could you see these? Hell, maybe. Could you see actually those schools being true college football top 25 teams over the next decade because of NIL? What The weird thing is, so SMU would have probably been a perennial powerhouse if not for the death penalty for playing for paying players. So so they should they have the infrastructure. They know what they're doing. Uh Houston has flirted with it when your boy Ed Oliver was there. They've had moments where they've been pretty big, pretty good. Uh West Virginia, my like my most of my childhood, West Virginia was a powerful team. I I I'm shocked they're not better. East Carolina is the kind of school that will always have one or two really good athletes. You know, Chris Johnson, the running back, stuff like that. But uh, if I had to, if I had to hitch my wagon, any of them, it's probably SMU. But West Virginia is always a lot of great rivalries, a lot of a lot of fun to be had. Pat uh, McAfee's all over TV wearing the, his jersey from college. I was going to say there are a few McAfee kicks away from actually playing for a national championship in the last 17 years. If McAfee puts some through in that backyard brawl, legendary game, so West Virginia would have played for a national title. He's a punter. He wouldn't kick the. I believe he did. I believe he was the, field goals I too? think he was the kicker in that game. Really? Yeah, the leg, I think it's 07 is the year. I believe he was kicking extra points and field goals in that did game. Did you vote for him for Heisman? 
I was 17 years old. I did mm-hmm. not. Likely excuse. Uh, back to SMU. I think we should have reminded people where SMU is located. SMU is also located in Dallas. Yeah. So that's also a top Southern five. Methodist. Yeah, that's a top to five to seven, whatever population and media market rankings that is. That's also a huge help, the market they're in. We'll move on to story. And again, they yeah. have a history of paying their players. They Now that it's legal, they know what to do. Yeah. Although Byron Hunt never got paid. Hell, maybe. It's the Broncos. It's the Chiefs. We can dive deeper into this in the play of the game, which we usually like to do. But, LeVac, if you want to offer up a preview of Week 6's kickoff here on Thursday Night Football, an AFC West battle, your favorite team is the Raiders. They also play in the AFC West. Your thoughts on the Thursday Night Football game tonight between these two squads? Uh, Kansas City, really, really good. The only thing that we were concerned about is will Travis Kelsey play because he's injured? Well, guess what? Uh, Tay-Tay going to be there, okay? Taylor Swift didn't come to watch you sit on the sideline, young man. What, do you want a song written about you? Uh, I think the the only question is how much Kansas City wins by. That's the only question. Mm, I'm going to hold my play until the end of the show. But Mm. my early instincts are this should be Kansas City lighten up Denver. Unless Sean Payton wants to just eat the clock and believes the only way Denver can win this game is by eating up the clock, which sounds like a great idea out loud, but how are you going to do it? You have like a third string running back in McLaughlin, who's about five foot seven. So he's not going to power the football. Uh, Jerry Judy's up and down. Russell Wilson is is, is not great. He's not as great as he was hyped up to be the last few years. I don't know if he got a new agent or Sierra, the hype that was around Russell Wilson. Good for whoever promoted him because now the truth's coming out. He wasn't as good as we all thought he'd be at 35, 36 years old. Well, when he said he was Mr. Unlimited, we thought he meant like a good way. No, he meant he was unlimitedly bad. This should be a moment where Kansas City maybe gets up by two or three touchdowns and pulls back, but that's not how they play. Like they did, they could have done that same thing to the Jets. Like the one problem with Andy Reid is that Andy Reid can go to Mahomes and throw every single play. And it's very tempting to do that because you have Patrick Mahomes. And that feels like I'm criticizing him, but that's just the temptation. Like, you can win games by 40 points because you got the best quarterback on the planet on your team, and you've got really good wide receivers. That's if they want to do that in the second half. But Kansas City should win tonight as were the plays and numbers. I'll save that for the play of the day. Thanks to the Mohawk Chevrolet. Mm, it's going to be a long night for Denver, my friends. Story number one, it's Major League Baseball playoff action after everything that has happened, the exciting season, 100-win seasons, and more. Only two teams remain playing in the DS, and that's the Braves and the Phillies. It's a 2-1 lead in this one. This series could be over tonight if Philadelphia takes down Atlanta. We've seen other series, and LeVac, we both agreed yesterday this was the best series, not just because of the potential sweeps and early finishes of others and one series to get to a game four Braves Phillies tonight eight o'clock is it live up to what the first few games have been and becomes another classic here in the NLDS between the NL East arrivals I really just thought the Braves were so good that it, it didn't make a difference how good the Phillies were but the Phillies have raised their game up to the point where it it, it probably should be over tonight if Bryce Harper is still mad like I mean I guess that's what it comes down to how angry is Bryce Harper? Like somebody say out of boy Bryce Harper one time and just watch him hit four home runs in a game. He's he is putting this team on his back offensively. Zach Wheeler looked good. This, Phillies Phillies look good. We've had a lot of takes about these National League teams. Back when the playoffs started, we both agreed that if you had to pick one team from the expanded wild card who was the most likely to win a league, we both agreed on Philly. But we also said a little earlier in that summer that the worst matchup for Atlanta would have been Philly 
and the worst matchup for the Dodgers would have been Philly. One of them was supposed to play them. And sure enough, Atlanta got that match, even though Atlanta, for me, was the best team in the, all of Major League Baseball, including my Orioles, in the entire league. They got the worst matchup they could get, but you have to play these teams to get to the World Series. And on the Dodgers side, the Dodgers probably said, oh, we'll be fine with Arizona. We'll be fine with San Diego. We're the best. And as usual, they become the modern-day Atlanta Braves from the 90s, where they're great in the regular season, and they choke it away in the postseason. Take that, Bob Costas and everybody else. You just have to win games in the postseason. That's the Dodger legacy right now of the late 2010s, early 2020s. I just, I mean, as, as, as fun as the Diamondbacks have been, I just, whoever comes out, Phillies or Braves, I just don't like, especially the Phillies are playing as hot as they're playing right now. Because that's the one thing you're going for you for the Diamondbacks. You just, no one, as good as you've been, no one expects you to be this good. But the Phillies are angry and good. Oh, man, I can't. It's, I'm in. You know what? Bryce Harper, you brought me back into minor, to, to the, not minor league, but Major League Baseball postseason. It's minor league if the Yankees aren't there. I'll go with that. Yeah, minor league baseball because the Yankees aren't there. Can I get a pick out of you here in the top four at four? Uh, I've been bad at baseball this year, all year. I, I Last night I thought the Braves would win for sure because I, I thought they kind of needed it. Um, I, uh, I'll go first then. You go. Give me Atlanta because I wanted a game five, and I got the pick wrong yesterday, so I'm going to flip it around again and say – I wanted a game five. I wanted it to go five. I want more baseball out of these two. So give me Atlanta tonight, and we'll get a game five. I'm rooting for a game five because this action's been awesome, and this will be, I I believe, by about 8.45, I'll be far more locked into this game than Thursday night football. Ah, Phillies. I'll go Phillies. Why not? Sorry, sorry everybody who likes the Phillies. I jinxed you. I took you. But I just, I just Kissing like up the Ken shot. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Ken Shots hasn't said a word to me since I've doubled down on the Jets over the Eagles. <laughs> Podcast hasn't even published, huh? That's he how mad he is? He did. It's, oh, it's, it's out, up today? It's out, yeah, I saw it out. Uh, I saw it on his on his Twitter. All right. Or X or whatever the hell. I'll share called. that on the WOFX 980 account in a few moments. Ah, yeah, whatever you want. Um, what I want is to see for uh, Smart Energy. That's what I want. I, this morning, got up, had a uh, strawberry guava. That's what I have left. Uh, the Midnight Cherry, man. I'm just saying, Spence, if you're listening, Midnight Cherry. Midnight uh, Cherry? I haven't had a Midnight Cherry yet. Yeah, you're not as cool as I am. Oh. Um, you got to go to Stewart's. You got to get them over Stewart's. You got to do it. I had an Arctic snow cone this morning is what I had. I love See, the Those Ar- are good. Very good. So my dad was in town yesterday, and he was heading back to Syracuse, and he looked at me and goes, Tommy boy, want one of these C4s for the ride home. I go, Dad, you really want one? He's like, yeah. I like. What's this one called? Blood Blood Orange? I want this one. I think I had this one before. I really liked it. He's not an energy guy. Like I, Before C4, LeVac will tell you, I wasn't an energy drink yeah. person. I kind of was getting into coffee. Mm. I started having C4s. It's one of the best things that I've done. Gives me that energy I need throughout the day, whether you got toddlers, whether you got a Actually, busy no, schedule. Dial, yeah. dial it back. What? Dial it back. We have been too good in presenting the C4 energy drink to the public. What do you mean? Listen, we know there's no bad flavors. It's great. You know, obviously, drink responsibly. It is caffeine. Um, a, a friend of, of ours that I'm not going to name has heard so much of us talking about C4 that he stole an orange slice off me yesterday. I was sitting down, grabbed the orange slice. As soon as I opened it, I went, oh, let me try it. Starts, oh, that's really good. Proceeds to drink the orange slice, the C4 orange slice, which is which is my jam. And then reminds me that he had a heart procedure like not too long ago. I'm like, bro, you can't have 200 milligrams of my caffeine, Okay. You can have 200 milligrams of anybody else's caffeine. He's like, no, the doc said it's fine. I'm like, I'm your doctor now. No. And, and like, but that's how that's how much we love C4. And then this this person who I, I guess it, it, I, he proved to me later he is cleared to have caffeine. 
But I was like, at first, I was like, are you out of your mind? He goes, well, you, all I hear you do is talk to you and guys about how great it is. And it is. It's really good. I like the orange. And I'm freaking out. And he's like, he, his, his, he proved it to me. His wife called me and said, you know, he's allowed to have caffeine again. I was like, oh. but I was like, are we that good at this? Are we? Are we able to tell people something's really good that really is really good, and then they try it and they know it's really good? But I freaked out a little bit over that one. Our best advice, don't chug it. That's all we'd say. Savor it. Yeah, savor it. Don't do what he did yesterday and just start slugging it. Like, drink it like a normal person. That's on on him, actually, not on us. Yes. I was a little freaked out. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, Stop by Stewart's today. Grab yourself some C4 energy. Coming up next, the... Yankees summit has happened. We have details. And I dislike strongly a member of the Yankees front office. It's all next. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Back in Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Now that we're in the same place, guys, we can have real conversations again. No more of this caca duty poopy of your Baltimore Orioles still playing baseball while my Yankees aren't. None of that. No more. <laughs> Nada. Ouch. Sorry. Um, did you happen to catch any of the quotes out of the uh, Yankees, you know, um, I, don't, I don't know what, what you want to call it, summit, their investigative meetings? Postseason press conference. I had this sitting well, on the docket for the top four at four. Over the last 24 hours, I'm like, maybe I should touch this. Maybe I shouldn't. I'm glad we're doing it here because there's a lot to unpack here. So it's it's more than that because they did the press conference, but the press conference revolves around their their deep dive, their their talk. Their um, I'm trying to think of like it's like a, not a convention, but like they had this the, audit. Yeah, yeah, to a degree. But the players were involved, and the coaches were involved. The front office was involved. And they came out afterwards and they said, we're going to make changes. We're not going to tell you what they are, except for we're going to add sleeping chambers and things like that. Like, to <laughs> basically, I don't think they're making changes. It's basically, basically kind of where I'm at. So before we get into what was actually said, so you got the Yankees who are like, listen, we're not going to go public with everything right now, but there's this picture of Hal Steinbrenner standing next to Randy Levine, and Randy Levine is like when you when you visualize my hatred of what the Yankees have been able to do, it takes the form of Randy Levine, team president. These team presidents are the worst. Um, Hal Steimer <laughs> is starting to look like Randy Levine. He looks less and less like his father every day and more and more like, like Randy Levine. It's frightening to me. So what's worse, this meeting where the only details we really know is we talked to everyone. It got a little chippy. We're going to make some changes. We're not going to go public with all the changes yet, but we're going to add sleeping chambers. Or when the Orioles front office was asked, hey, you can spend more money next year? And they went, whoa, we're having conversations. It's day one. It's not public. Basically both saying, we're doing things. It's not public. Who do, you, who do you feel better about, the Yankees or the Orioles after the initial comments? Still the Orioles. And how it feels like for the Yankees here, I sent a video on YouTube to a, one of my oddly named mass text messages today from this movie. Dean Wormer seems to be involved here. Faber <laughs> College. It sounds like the Yankees are on double secret probation. We're going to figure out who's wrong here. Niedermeyer. There's an old school Animal House reference. Like it, for like some yeah. Uh, that's what it feels like. It feels like the Orioles are going in the right direction, even though the season didn't end the way Oriole fans had hoped. 
even though the season was above expectations. But for the Yankees, it's, we know this isn't right, and we're going to figure it out. We don't know who to blame yet. Well, we can't blame Cashman. No, no, no. Can't blame Steinbrenner. I, it's almost like those guys are like, we're not going to obviously take the blame for us, but we got to find a scapegoat. Who's it going to be? How about Boone? No, no, no. We hired Boone. He says what, whatever you say, he'll do it. Right. Oh, that's a, how about Judge getting hurt? Yeah, I can't really blame an injury. All right. Uh, there's got to be somebody we can blame. Who? We'll tell you once we figure it well, out. Can't somebody say something stupid and we'll blame them quick? That's actually, what it feels like. Actually, the more I read into it, the worse I feel about it. So apparently the panel met for the Yankees down in Tampa. Um, and it, it was, he said, check your ego at the door. Got a little dicey, but it was always respectful. I was under the impression that Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole were invited. But as after reading a little more into the New York Post and, and to the Four Letter Network, it says that uh, Hal Steinbrenner filled in team captain Aaron Judge during a meeting Tuesday at Yankee Stadium and planned to speak to Garrett Cole. So those guys weren't even there. Like, I thought they were going to be part of this thing. Like, I don't think you're going to see, like you, like you said, Boone's not going anywhere. Cash isn't going anywhere. Hopefully the way they do things changes. You, you heard me bring back the name. Now, but change it. Future, now past Yankee, never to be Bryce Harper, <laughs> who should have been a Yankee. They didn't even make an offer. That's one of the ones I look at and I go, huh, if Bryce Harper was in pinstripes, as much as he could be annoying at times and, and everything else, do you think you need to invite him to tell you what he thinks of the team and what they're doing? I feel like Bryce Harper's just going to go ahead and offer that up. He's not going to do the Aaron Judge polite thing at the end. He's not going to do the, you know, Kermit Cole. He's randomly say a couple things. It's going to be period. You know, we, the, 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 I was hitting home runs. For the Nationals and the Phillies not too long ago in the postseason and uh, winning. Now it's postseason and I'm not playing. A little earlier in the show, if you missed it, Apple and Spotify, we talked about Harper mashing that ball last oh, night. I love and, it. And the critiques and criticisms of the Braves and the Phillies and everything else. Harper is a madman. Remember back when he was a teenager, he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. He was still out in Nevada playing high school ball, drops out of high school. So he can become a professional athlete quicker. The biggest criticism was the ego and the face paint. Like you can't, you can't have all that football face paint on your face. Now Harper decided, all right, I'll drop the face paint, but I'm just going to go yelling and screaming and grow out a beard and mash the ball. And he's fun. Like he's always been fun to watch since he hit the league. Yes, I'm with you, Levac. That he would just set the meeting and say, no, 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 we're doing the meeting right now. I'll tell you what we need right now. There is a leadership factor to Bryce Harper. Even you know Verlander, we joked around about him too. But there are certain guys who feel like leaders. I'm not saying Aaron Judge isn't. But what happened was some of these signees came in and they said, we're going to change the way this dugout feels. Okay, we have the Yankee way. We're going to just win games now in Houston. We're going to win games in Baltimore. And maybe that's too critical of the Yankees saying like, oh, what the Yankees tradition is doesn't work anymore. That's not it. But there are certain guys who come into a dugout and say, we're going to embrace how we do it this way. And maybe the Yankee standard's always going to be, no, no, no. This is how the Yankees do it. It's hard. Like, we have to reevaluate every team differently, and especially the Yankees. But it feels like the Yankees are always in another category to its own because this is how we've done it, and we've proven we can have success. And that can be said for Steinbrenner, Cashman, the roster building. We do it this way, and we've proven we can win. When will the moment, if it ever happens, to say, 
you know, other people are doing it different. Do we at least try to do it this way, or are we just being a copycat because we don't know how to do it this way? I think there's a fine line between respecting the honor it is to wear the pinstripes after the ones who have come before you and complacency. I think it's a fine, fine line because, look, Derek Jeter was lucky to be in the pinstripes. We've now heard the story. Steinbrenner tried to trade him before he ever got a chance to be the captain, all these things, right? And, and by the way, they probably don't even draft him if Steinbrenner is in charge of the team at the time. He was honored to be there, but was far from complacent. And, you know, when I got Hal out here talking about renovating the, the clubhouse, that's nice. I appreciate that. That's very nice. Does that mean that the batting average is going to go up across the board? Does, is, is red light therapy and a better dining area with sleeping pods? By the way, I want a sleeping pod really bad. Um, I just think it would be cool. Uh, but, I mean, like, is, is that going to change anything? Like, this is – say what you want about Bryce Harper. The number one rule that I've, ever, I've, I've always been told by my family, by my friends, coaches, leaders around me, if you're going to talk it, you better walk it. Like, if you're going to say something, if you're going to run your mouth, you better back it up. I love Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge leaves Fenway. Boombox. New York, New York. We get smacked after that. Aaron Judge talks smack about Houston. We get smacked after that. Bryce Harper slashes his throat. He hits home runs. Like, it's just, and again, I love Aaron Judge. I don't want to ever give up Aaron Judge. I think he's he is one of my favorite players. I need a little Bryce Harper in my life. I need, I need future Yankee Bryce Harper, or or some variation thereof. I need I need John Carlos Stanton to go back to being the cocky, arrogant douche that he was in Miami. Because he was. and, it, and But it, nobody cared because he's hitting 60 home runs. 70 home runs. A million home runs. Nobody cared. You could be arrogant because of that. A-Rod was arrogant. But he played well. He cheated. But he played well. This... I want more arrogance on this team. I want it. Let them grow beards if that's what it takes. I want arrogance. I want anger. I want frustration. The fact that no one, I, I don't even care if it's a, a former. Give me Lairitz. Give me, who, give, me, give me whoever. Really? You had a deep dive and the only thing you're willing to tell me about is a dining hall? Bleep you. You would love to come back in the summer in June and July and have a conversation of Yankee fans getting upset because someone strutted after a home run. You would oh. love to come back and say that guy got in somebody's face and talked trash, and other Yankee fans would say that's not how a Yankee acts. You want the opposite. You would love – and you know what, LeVac, I'm with you. I think it's great because all these – I hate the word culture when it comes to sports. I know it's so overused, and I've used it twice or three times already this month, but there is some feel to that where things start to change. You know what else also should tick off Yankee fans? And it's been the talk of the day, and we have to continue to bring it up, and I'm sorry, but it, it just fits so perfectly right here, is how the hell Houston keeps winning. Because Yankee fan, here's what you really could have done, and LeVac, you've done it, like your fellow Yankee fans. Yankee fans had excuses. Hey, the reason the Yankees didn't get by Houston in the late 2010 decade is because they were cheating. And not just because they were cheating, we think, here's the proof. Like, we got robbed. I always say that Kings-Lakers series in 2002 is the most ridiculous cheating scandal in my lifetime in sports history. Hell, the Astros are second. Yeah, They're right, right there. there against it. And if Yankee fan wants to say you got cheated out of the postseason, you got evidence to prove it. The problem is, 2022, the Astros won the World Series. 2023, as we sit right now here today, they're four wins away from getting back to the World Series. 
It would have been a lot more convenient if Houston started to suck after the buzzers and everything else, but they haven't. And that hurts Yankee fans. It's like, I mean, they've been a better franchise. I don't know why I just did a Tony Romo impression before that take, but really. (laughs) Well, all right. And and listen, this is, I'm not going to concede the theory that Yes Network has been used to steal signs. I'm not going to concede to that. But if somebody didn't at least think about it, (laughs) like again, and, and Red Sox cheated in 18. But every like we've seen it. There's a lot of it. There's a lot of it out there. There's a lot. There's a lot of creative winning in the world of baseball. But it's just there's go go all the way back to 04. Go all the way back to when the curse of the Bambino was broken. Cowboy up, just a bunch of idiots. They were arrogant, but they backed it up, so it's okay. Go before that. Actually, go to 09. Pies to the face. All these things. The Yankees were doing stupid stuff. That made them look arrogant, but they were winning, so it's okay. Now it's let's all cross our T's and dot our I's and be very polite and be nice. Bleep that. Let's go. Somebody, and I don't want the whole team. Let Judge be the professional captain. Let him be the modern day inflated physically jeter. You know, like let that be the thing. Stanton, you can't tell me Giancarlo Stanton doesn't want to tell everybody to go bleep themselves. You can't tell me Giancarlo Stanton doesn't want to watch a home run. You can't tell me that. And I and, and unless he's softer than I think he is where the booing's going to hurt him, he says he's going to go redefine his body over the offseason. Your body's really not the issue. The injury's a little bit. Yeah, I get that. You, Dude, I, I do not know a single person that if they go, hey, no pain, snap of the fingers, your physique is replaced by Giancarlo Stanton's physique. I I don't know anybody who is like, just be be proud. Be Somebody be that backbone that the team doesn't have. Do you think, you think Mickey Mantle wasn't arrogant? You're out of your mind. He played the off shucks, but he was the arrogant. You liked a few beers as well. Yeah, absolutely. Also, that line. So you're that damn good. You get drunk. You can do what you want. Were you a little... I don't know what's the right verb here. Turned on is the one I opened up with me. Thoughtful about the term redefining your body. Like if a female came up to you and said, hey, ready for a good time? I'm going to redefine my body. Like that sounds like a great pickup line by um, John Carlos Stanton. No, I, you saying it's ruined it up for me completely. Hey, you listening. You want to uh, redefine your body? You can turn well, it up on the podcast uh, if you no, want. Just a 15 I mean, cent one. Who's gonna, who, who, who looks that good is going to say that? Like, yeah, like, listen, I redefined my body a few times in my life. The most recent rede- redefinition, yeah, I don't want. It's, it's beer-fueled and just anger-fest. Like, I'm ratty. Like, I just put me in the dugout just to be a jerk. Let me taunt the players on our team. They, somebody needs to light a fire because there's no fire in this organization top to bottom. Randy Levine's evil, by the way. I'm almost positive he's the claymation villain. He's got to go. No more. That's if one thing came out of that meeting. If they come back, and go. Here's what we're doing. Boone's back. Cash is back. Uh, the roster's going to change ever so slightly. We're going to go a little young. It's going to be great. Uh, Randy Levine's gone. I'll be like, yeah, <laughs> I'll be over the moon. I feel like Randy Levine should have music play when he enters a room, but it's always like wacky music or boo, <laughs> like boo. Hey, like he, turn he, that he, on. Darth Vader. Yeah, like he should have the Imperial March. He's a villain. I'm. Ever since I heard about the the meeting with Dellen Betances, the arbitration hearing with Dellen Betances, he he 
verbally broke Dellen Batances. Obviously, Dellen Batances is kind of soft in the head if that if that works. But but like, can you imagine being so just fork tongued and evil that your words ruin a dude's career? Like that's I mean that's next. I'm I'm pretty good. I can say some. There's that river crew. They hide from me. They see me coming. They duck. They duck behind like garbage cans and stuff. Next Friday. Next Friday you'll get your ticket. Them on the. Am I in there again? The, what are we I doing? I believe that's the twentieth. Yeah. Oh, that celebrity celebrity birthday game thing. So Friday Friday is when we find out who we're playing. I believe Friday's the pre-game pre-tournament intro, and then Monday they do it. They're gonna stretch this baby out. Their content and stretching, and I don't blame well, them. Well, listen, if you know. You told me you get more Levac on a morning show. I would, I would do it too. Uh, look at picks; they beg me to come in once a week. It's, 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 see, this is arrogance, but it's fun. It works. It's good. Speaking about that, uh, we had a quick interaction with Quinn today, who I'm oh. every day. No hat for Quinn. I was the first time I felt like he must have felt like I feel most times when I don't wear a hat. I was like, dude, nice hair. You, you know, hat. Even I couldn't help myself. He looked good. Yeah, I, like you and I had gotten to know Kane Terry a little bit more than Quinn. But I couldn't tell if Quinn was talking trash to me, if he didn't know where he was, if it was oh, he's not happy with you. I know. I couldn't. I couldn't not tell. Happy with you. He doesn't. He's very uh, keto diet. Namaste. I no, feel like an not older. With you. I was gonna say an older Quinn would not have been happy, but it seemed like he didn't want to make a scene today because he hit a five team parlay and I gave him half his investment. Well, he so he he started the interview this morning, like. I'm going to ask you a question. I don't want to do it on the air. And then Kantara's like, you're asking a question on the air. And like, they, so basically what it came down to is when you explained that you couldn't do the $2 per, you were just going to do the the parlay, he didn't understand why you didn't just do a $10 parlay instead of a $5 parlay. To which I replied, sounds like user error to me. Uh, God's probably owes you 40 bucks. I just. I would like to say that he could have used the $5 for anything else. He could have said I liked. This team that went out. Right. Well, he could have done. A, he just, he wanted to just do a ten dollar parlay, which he can do. That's that, allowed. That was never conveyed to me. Oh, okay, well, that's what he made it sound like. So I, I have he, the text messages, so I don't feel so bad now. All right, good. There's no way he said it the way he meant it. <laughs> I know. That's why but, this, he fascinates me. I want a three hour. The two of about you him. communicating on wagers is hysterical. <laughs> it is. It is. Because you are paralysis by analysis. You you know a lot of the stuff. You know what you're doing. But the like, you're so dedicated to trying to do right by these two that i could see like you you literally one point you're like i wonder if i can afford a rod red around uh, robin and you go, i'm like dude just make it a ten dollar parlay or tell him to, to ask him what he wants and you're like oh, i can figure it out and you're at the kiosk for like an hour and then you come back with a five dollar he would be he'd be in the lead right now if you had just done the full thing as he swears he told you to do I will show you my phone during the break. There was no conveying of that. I listen again. I believe you on the on the verbiage, but I believe as you walked up, I said I would just put the whole thing on that, or ask him what he wants to do with the other five. And you're like, oh no no no. I'm like, all right, because they can always come hang out with us. Well, I wasn't going to say that, but that's also a big part of this. Allegedly, you and I are going to be by ourselves this Sunday. Is the rumor floating somebody, around here? Somebody mentioned that to me uh, earlier that uh, they they're pulling. So we're going to have one Zach back here running the show from here. Um, our other Zach is doing an event with Picks 106. Yes. And then Delia, who we have raised from a baby or over three or four months, um, she's now being pulled to do something else too. So they're like, so you guys got to go by yourself. And I'm like, well, I don't get paid, okay? 
So I want a little something for the effort if I'm going to do this. I'm going to set this up, too. I hope this is the Sunday, by the way. Join us 11 to 1 at Rivers Casino and Resort. We'll be there. That if you are coming by Rivers, this might be your opportunity to get on the air. You can just start yelling hot takes. I don't like that pick. I got the Lions. I don't know why you turned into Mad Dog Russo or you're yelling, but I like the bucket is. Oh, like this is your time to get on the air because usually Delia or Zach will be like, hey, they're on the air. Like, let's get you in a break. This is your opportunity to yell at your picks at us and likely get on the air from 11 to 1 at Rivers Casino and Resort. I'm not. Keep it clean. No. I mean, it depends. Am I engineering or am I hosting? What am I doing? We're co-engineering. That's what I was asked. Uh, I was asked um, by one of the river people today. I like call them that. It makes them sound like a whole, like an indigenous tribe or something. Um, happy Christopher Columbus Day. Yeah. Happy Indigenous People Day. Um, I was asked, you know, how many jobs do I have now that I'm team president of the Albany Firebirds? And I was like, it's, it's, it's four. And she's like, really? And I was like, actually, it's three, but somehow there's always a fourth job. Now it's engineer, apparently. Now, Control-Alt-Dave has an assistant engineer, apparently. That's that's me. That's what I do. Okay. Is it a job if it's volunteer? Or, I'm, I'm sorry, my nephew, who is, uh, who's a Marine, uh, if I was voluntold, that's his, that's one of his phrases. That I, I use that in the core. Yes, yeah, so I was voluntold to, uh, to go help out over here. It's like, oh, I like that. I use that. I meant to use it as a boss. Like, hey, you, you were voluntold to do this. Wait, what? All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done, I'm done being angry. Well, hey, little backbone. That's all I'm looking for. I'll get you. Want to see some backbone in this building? Give you some backbone. If you are joining us at Rivers, you're likely going to see Levac's vehicle. Thanks to our friends at Mohawk Beautiful Chevrolet. Beautiful truck. You're- That's how you get. You yeah. know what you get with backbone? What? Black Widow Silverado. All right. Did you see what I did to me now? No. Mohawk Chevrolet, just off exit 12, Boston Spot. It is Truck Month. So if you're looking to upgrade to those 2023 Chevy Silverados, now's the time to do it. GM, Travis Horn, he's the man. He's so freaking busy. He waved at me like he was going to come over. Four people came up and started talking to Travis. He's like, I'll be right back. Still haven't heard from Travis. I don't even know if he's still <laughs> – like, he's he's out just getting people in trucks. So now they've got, they've got a few Black Widows, right? They've got the Rocky Ridge. Which is a really cool, they've got, the one they've got is silver and black, which is, okay, look, you, that's Raiders, whatever. And now, they have the Chevy Silverado ZR2 Bison package. Whoa. So the ZR2, you used to only be able to get in the Colorados, the midsize pickup. Everybody loved that package, that off-road package so much that they've started to finally do it in the Silverados. Well, now the Bison package is basically, like, my truck with a bigger engine, except for it's all factory. Like, you, they send mine to Black Widow. Black Widow does the work on it. They send it back, and then Chevy sells it. Same thing with Rocky Ridge. This, if you're, I've got friends who are like, look, I love your truck, but it's got to be all Chevy. It's got to be, it's got to be factory GM for me to do it. I'm a purist. I'm like, okay, whatever. Shut up. You're in the passenger seat anyway. But now though, with Bison, you can do that. It's really cool. So during Truck Month, ask to see all the great Silverados. Find the perfect one for you. And with all the deals, incentives, and, and financing. They're going to get you in one. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. You'll never look back. Guys, one day you should step up and drive a truck like a man with a backbone. See, backbones get you Silverados. That's what you get. Well, you should find new roads to Mohawk Chevrolet. Don't you take my line. Backbone over here. They always Where they always go out of their way to please you. They also bring us the play of the day. Which is next. I was just going to say that right here on Fox Sports Radio. 95. 9. 
980-1031-2 on your HD. But smart kids, real smart ones, they get the iHeart app, they link it to their to their radio, and they bring us everywhere they go right here on Fox Sports Radio. And it's back for the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsa Spa with my good friend, Dr. Fred Dreer. Still get asked about this all the time. It's probably the number one thing people ask me about. And I had a funny moment today because I have to schedule a follow-up appointment. Like you go in periodically and, you know, they check to make sure everything's still working. Your mouthpiece is still adjusted properly. Everything's right. Because, again, it's a mouthpiece when you go to the Integrative Sleep Center. It's not the mask, no hoses, no wires, no surgery. It's a mouthpiece. So I'm like, oh, I got a call. What's the number? Like, like I don't know the number for the Integrative Sleep Center, 518. You will want to call as well. You want to say thank you. You may even want to call and thank me. You will want to call as well you want to say thank you you may even want to call and thank me but if you just tell a doctor i'll take that as a personal thank you so call him today 518-885-6185 tell levac needs to schedule an appointment uh, early next week if you don't mind and also schedule yourself one the integrative sleep center in boston spa they're helping me sleep better they'll help you sleep better too it's levac and gaz on the voice of the capital region sports fan fox sports 95.9 and 980 I love how guys thought I was gonna like give out the rest of his phone number. Like I don't, I honestly don't. I just know your, I know your area code, and you know why I know your area code? Because the amount of times you and I are in group text with like, you know, some like uh, the guy who handles Compass Media or or like a team, a high up team exec, and we're trying to set something up, and they'll go, I assume you're five one eight and Gaz is is three one five, and I'm like, yeah, you should assume that because it's what is that real? Okay, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I'm still a little bitter. Like, nobody changes their phone numbers wherever they live now. But there was at one point I had so many more numbers in my phone and got connected to a certain software. I used to have everybody's <laughs> number. And you met while you were reading the number. Can you, one more time for the number. 518-885-6185. I, in my head, was thinking, how many numbers do I really know off the top of my head anymore? I think it's like five. I remember my childhood number. Um, I remember that. Like, my childhood number, and, like, none of my family live in that house. None of my family have that number, but I could call it right now and see if, it, if somebody answered. And what if it was my parents? That'd be really weird. Um, I know mine. Um, I know he's on another radio station, but I'll say I know Flounders because it's close to mine. Nice. So, like, that's it. And then my daughters, if I thought about it, I could get it. But I don't have to think about the Integrative Sleep Center. It's just there. It's built into my brain. Mom, uh, you know, I think it's about 10. I think I could do about 10 in a row. We have a person we associate with, dare we even say a friend, Mr. Tom Gurka, who we used to work for a cell phone company and made his number all the same number eight times in a row. Is it really? Yeah. I don't want to give that number out, but if he's listening Is right it now. five? No. I, I honestly don't. I like, he's, another one. He's, he's in my phone. I don't know that. Like, and I love stealing um, I love stealing that bourbon. <laughs> Two of my favorite, th- three of my favorite things, Yankee baseball, pot roast, and bourbon. That's what I'm saying. We've got the play of the day coming up. Before we get to the yes. play of the day, we're going to talk some football. We've been talking football throughout the day today and a lot of great stuff going on in the sports world. I have to, we're almost out of here. Yes. And I've done a, maybe a poor job of this. Yeah, you are pretty terrible. It won't be every day. What is, what is this about? But I want to talk about Flock U. Ah! Flock University. LeVac, the feedback, show one. Yeah. Feedback was fantastic. I saw some comments. I, first thing I saw you today, I'm like, Hey, uh, that was a lot more interaction than I thought on the first show on a random Wednesday in October. And not only is the coaches show kicking butt, every day I'm getting a new alert about a signing for the Albany Firebirds. Coach yeah. Ware is not hesitating with some names that are already back on this team. Well, you know, obviously, like, let's let's uh, let, let me do something I don't normally do. Let me give myself a little credit. Um, I built the format of the coaches show originally that was part of the old football team. 
and then now you take that format and you add in Damon Ware, who is one of the most personable people, and like he can, he he's coached in so many places that like he's not he doesn't need to pull out a rule book to tell you what's different about the IFL from the AFL. As a matter of fact, like there's certain there's certain debatable things still being decided in the AFL, and I'm just like, yo, Damon, seriously, you should just write to the you know Lee Hutton, the commissioner, and be like. You know, historically, this is how things have worked. Is that similar to what you'll have? And I guarantee because how well you'll describe the plays and the rules, that'll just end up in the rule book because that's who he is. And by the way, that's not much different than other leagues that have done that before. Like when you have an experienced coach and says, this is how we set the foundation, that's respect the coach where. It's not like, oh, the Albany Firebirds kind of advantage. No, no, no. This is his job. It's yeah. his experience. It's making the business better. That's how it should work. Yeah. And and he's just he's just one of those genuinely good guys who he's he's a uh, – he doesn't care about titles. He doesn't care about that. Like we had to force him to actually call himself GM. Really? Well, cause he's just like, I don't care. I'm head coach. It's fine. Yeah. But you're the one who's signing these players. You're the reason, you know, we didn't even have to chase Darius Prince. You guys were talking. You're the reason Sean Lockett's back. Sean Lockett didn't want to be with certain other staffs. He wanted to be with this staff. Um, you're, you're the reason knobs uh, who I don't even know this guy yet, but I think he's going to be amazing because from ways described, uh, Trayvon shorts is back. And now, Daquan Patton is back. Ooh. And, you know, of course, his father played for the original Firebirds. So to have him back, you know, and and he, if I believe that if the Empire had finished the season with any kind of normalcy, he would have been rookie of the year. He would have been the breakout player of the National Arena League last year because he was so good and he got better every week. And you know what the best part about him is? Never complained. You had to, like, force the guy to tell you when something was wrong. He toughed out that entire mess until the very, very end. You may – I wish I got to see more of Patton. I'm bummed. I know he had a lot oh, of hype around him. you will see it this him. year, baby. There's so much exciting potential for Patton and what he can do for the Capital Region and what his spring and summer is going to look like. I know it's October 12th, and Coach Warity knows this, and I'll ask you for the first time. There is a high expectation at the quarterback position, just like it was two years ago in 2021 – when we saw some changes under center and Sam Castronova eventually became the starter and an MVP caliber player and Darius Prince, that connection post Tommy Grady, mm-hmm. great player, yep. MVP, yep. Sam Castronova, yep. MVP, the quarterback position of whoever's going to be under center for the Firebirds. I think coach Ware doesn't have to have me say this and I'll say it for the capital region sports fan. That person, whoever that's going to be, has got a lot of things he's got to reach because it's been a highly regarded position here in the five one eight. Over the last half decade, as someone who got to see, I love Sam Castronova. Um, you know, obviously Tommy Grady and I had our differences in the past, but we we've always been friends. And he he sent me an amazing, like, cool text message, like basically like squash the the BS. I know people want to make it a bigger deal than it was, but it's those two guys. You're right. You got to live up to that. But when Castronova got here, a lot of people don't know this. The year before, he had played in Carolina with the Cobras. Well, the year before, it was the honey ball, which was a harder, thicker football. And he had fumble issues. He just he wasn't he wasn't the Sam Castronova that we all loved. He was he 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 had taken some hits, both mentally and physically. So he comes in as the to compete for the job. I watch I don't watch practices at that point, but I watched Damon Ware talk about him at that point. I'm like, this guy's gonna get a legit shot at starting. 
And the coach at the time, who I'm not even going to mention because he blocked me on Facebook, um, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is hysterical. Grown man blocking people on Facebook. Um, um, he said we were going to run two quarterbacks at one point. Well, Castronova with Damon Ware and with Darius Prince and ultimately uh, eventually with, with Dwayne Hollis, the, like the, that group worked together to get Sam out of that mental spot. And then if you hear Sam talk about reading defenses now in the arena game, it's such a different animal. Like it's so funny to hear him now versus when he got here. And he's going to be great wherever he is. He's, he's surpassed those early issues. But a big reason he did that is that skill that was always there was nurtured and brought out by Damon Ware, Darius Prince, and Dwayne Hollis. I don't know if you answered my question or not. Well, oh, who's who's quarterback? I don't know yet. Well, so basically, my point is this: Damon Ware is going to bring in a quarterback. They're either going to be a stud from day one that you know and you love, or it's going to be somebody like Sam Castronova, where you're like, his abilities are so well suited to what Damon Ware wants to do on offense that if anything should happen to go wrong, watch how quick he's here. I would I would say unless again we have. I've heard names, right? I can't – this is that weird part where I have to walk between the world of the afternoon sports drive host, oh, yeah. drive host, oh. host and a team president. Levac, that's why this show gets more and more entertaining. That's why there's going to be more Because you like it because I'm awkward right now. That's no, what you like. No, no, no. But, well, maybe a little bit. But it's the content. <laughs> like, it's the rawest content you're going to find here in the Capital Region. Like, And I would say there's no other shows – I referenced – Nashville did this once – where you are a locally connected executive to the players, the team – and if you want insight, if you follow Levac's career, even before he decided to hitch his wagon with me, uh, there's been no question about whether or not he has a filter. The answer is no. So, yes, mm. you're going to get unfiltered raw sports talk, whether there's, it's about <laughs> national teams or local teams, like nowhere else. Nowhere there's else. A, there's a board over in the office where Damon writes what he's building. and Or I should say Coach Ware. I should be more respectful because I'm not in the office. And... I will not look at it. And they're like, well, yeah, we want your input. I'm like, I'll give it to you if you need it. I'd rather not know. What do you mean you don't want to know? I'm like, I've never, I've never gotten in the way of personnel before. I, there's no reason I should start now. I, I know there's, there's actually names on the list that I would prefer didn't come back to the Capital Region if, if they do. But I did happen to notice a few people that are in discussion to potentially be the quarterback of the Firebirds. There's two that will blow everybody's mind. And then there's names that I don't really know yet. But as I as I look them, as I talk to people in the indoor football, arena football game about them, they're like, oh, that guy's good. Oh, uh, yeah, so I, I can see why Damon Ware, you say Damon Ware? Yeah. Oh, he's going to be great. So, like, I, it scares any other team, any other time, I'd be like, oh, who's our quarterback? What are we going to do? <sighs> Damon's going to make it work. And again, when you you got to remember too, whoever the quarterback is for the Firebirds, they're throwing the ball to Darius Prince. That's that's helpful. Yeah, like, <laughs> like honestly, good. I feel like I could do okay. Like I feel like I would I would probably lose more games. I'd be a little more like bad Zach Wilson than good Zach Wilson. But I feel like I could win a game or two throwing the ball to Darius. Darius finds a soft spot, gets the ball, and gets physical. I heard a rumor the other day, and I don't want to throw. It's a it. lie. Nobody. I wasn't even there. DP the goat, but. I'll, I don't want to go. I don't want to. I don't want to go to air with this. I'll, I'll leave a big hint. There's something that happens in hockey 
that I heard that he might be a part of going for it, the Firebirds, if you're, especially if you're a season ticket holder. I'll leave that rumor out there. I'll talk to you off the air about Would that What, you hear that I he heard. might be in town next week? I'm not going to answer that. I'm not going to answer that. I don't know if that's true or not. We'll all find out together next week. Let's talk about Chiefs Broncos. Play I, of the I, day. I would say this. Don't miss Flock U next week. Okay. All right. Wednesday night, 6 o'clock. Not even sure where it's going to be at. But don't miss Flock U next week. I said Thursday night football, but maybe that's not your play of the day. Maybe you've got something else going on tonight for the play of the day. Thanks uh, to Mohawk Chevrolet. What listen, is your play of the play day? Play of the day, thanks to Mohawk Chevrolet. No, I'm, I am... I am all in Chiefs. I told you this. I told you earlier. I don't know what Denver's doing. I feel like Denver is literally waving the white flag. Whether or not they like, Randy Gregory gets traded for next to nothing. Now Frank Clark is on his way out. Did Frank Clark ask to be out? Are they just getting rid of the elder statesman because they want to start over? There's there is a very clear waving of the white flags to me from Denver. So my play of the day is a three-part same-game parlay with the Kansas City Chiefs money line, Kadarius Toney, and Isaiah Pacheco. Anytime touchdowns for both those guys. Ooh, okay. Three-teamer, uh, depending upon where you played, it's between plus 500 and plus 600. I got it at plus 582. So that means $10 brings you back uh, $58 win, 68 total. That's my play of the day. Okay, so we're both kind of going fantasy-wise tonight because I like the fantasy play as well. Oh, there's here. no fantasy about this money, baby. 267 and a half and two and a half touchdowns is what I got for Patrick Mahomes. I thought I was going to get like 299. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm using Caesars here for this, by the way. Okay. You know, shopping around Fanduel, a little bit. Okay, yeah, we're shopping around a little bit. Uh, I did Caesars on this one, 267 and a half and two and a half. Parlayed that. That's plus 246. That's my play tonight. So I'm going fantasy straight parlay, double Mahomes over uh, the Denver defense stinks. I'm nervous because everyone knows it stinks, and I thought the number would be higher, so that scares me off a little bit, but I'm going to play it. Let's not overthink this. Mahomes, Thursday night, Andy Reid, Denver. If I had to make a play tonight on the game, I would say the Chiefs win. Denver covers. So 10.5 is a big number in a divisional game, especially in a short week. I would say Denver covers. Chiefs win. And if you are in survivor pools, and I know that's been really hot, and I'm, people are probably nauseated if you're not in here, got knocked out. I would run away from this one. Do not touch a divisional game. I know oh, I'm in it. I'm taking KC. Really? Oh, yeah. I know there's some. Oh, di- yeah. There's divisional games coming up this week. You've got the Rams and the Cardinals. You've got the Jaguars and the Colts. You've got the Chiefs and the Broncos. If you want to have the Stones, we'll say, mm. to take a divisional matchup in your survivor, Boom. God bless you. I'm never doing it. Big clicker clackers in here, baby. Big Stones. Ready to go. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm in on KC on this one. Okay. The number's big. The number makes me nervous on a straight wager. Um, I, I think I will probably put some small money on on the Chiefs laying the 10.5. Chiefs do not technically blow teams out. I know they have this year. They blow out the uh, the Bears. But Denver is, again, I just I, – I could see this game being like a four-point game late in the fourth. Russell Wilson throws a pick six. Like, I, 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 think, I think this is going to be a game where – Kansas City won't even have a choice but to win by more than 10.5. Denver's going to lose by two touchdowns. They're going to find a way to lose. They don't want to win. They don't care. They're getting ready. I can't wait to see how many more players are gone. Randy Gregory, Frank Clark. I know Clark's had some injury issues, a little different, but you're there's, there's two premier edge rushers in the in the National Football League. And you're you're going to get rid of both of them? Something's going on in Denver. Something stinks in Denver, and it's not Snoop Dogg's weed. I can tell you that. 
And plus, Tay Tay's going to be at, in Kansas City tonight? Oh, yeah. Come on. Jeff Bezos, one of those clicks, baby. Tay Tay, Kansas City, beat down Denver Broncos. Don't don't even don't sweat it. Much like Gaza and I don't sweat pests and vermin in our households. Thanks to our friends at USX Pest Control. Yes, one of those great decisions you and I did together. We talked to our guy, Tim and Frank, and said, how can you make our home safer? Well, they're going to stop over, give you the free inspection, and make sure everything's good to go. And they're going to continue to come back and make sure, hey, this is working. This is effective. I don't think you need this anymore. So many people try to do it on their own. Call the experts. It's your home. There are certain things that are so important in your life. You've got to make sure you're taking care of it, and you're busy. USX Pest Control will give you that free inspection and then continue to build that plan for the future as the weather continues to change. Get USX Pest Control on your side. Reach out to them today. Do the platinum package. Don't skimp on this. It's totally worth it. Non-chemical exclusion package, all those things. USXPest.com to set up your free inspection. I can't believe it's already Thursday. So we got the Friday show tomorrow. Um, I don't know. I got nothing else. It's the Friday show tomorrow. Like, we're getting ready for the weekend. We got fantasy versus reality tomorrow. We're talking fantasy versus reality, one of our favorite segments of the week. We're giving you picks all day long. We're talking football. We've got some baseball playoffs. How'd you do in fantasy versus reality last week? I was two and one. How was I? Three and oh, baby. Joshua Dobbs was on the number in the second quarter. And then he decided, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. Wash your hands, little touch your face.